Rapping mimosa, these bars in the holster. Pouring up a drink, put my name on the poster. Women who can rap make you come a little closer. Step out the whip, drop a tip to my chauffeur. New guest on my list, champagne's by my hips. It's time to get lit. Y'all know what it is. It's time to rap, 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 and mimosas. When we ready to start. Yeah, you good to go now. Ooh, we live. Oh. Yes, everyone, please share this with your friends. We about to go live. We are live. We are live, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you guys guys would like to listen just to the audio, please check out Why Vibe Radio. The link is in my bio on my Instagram. Are you ready? I'm so excited. Okay, so we are officially live with the very first episode of of my very first podcast, Rap and Mimosas. And I'm here with the lovely, beautiful wife, uh, Michelina. Arnie. How y'all doing? How y'all doing out there? <laughs> so before we get fully started, I want to go ahead and explain what Rap and Mimosas is, okay? I am not a recording artist. Uh, Lena's not a recording artist yet. <clears throat> I definitely think that she has the bars to go far, all right? Um, this is purely all about fun. So let me explain the concept. It's very simple. When I get lit, I like to rap. Like, I will drop bars about anything when I am lit. So, rapping mimosas came about because I like to have lit conversations, right? And then I like to also rap. So, I figured we're going to rap about it. We're going to chop it up about some some good topics. We're going to sip mimosas because we are normalizing luxury in all things that we do. Okay? Yes, ma'am. Champagne on deck. I all times. And we're just going to have a good time. And when I thought about, well, who would I want my first guest to be that I know, because this is, when I tell you this has been a very quick process, this is happening within a week. Okay. I recorded my intro yesterday (laughs) and I am here today. So uh, I thought about my wifey. I thought about Lena. I was like, Lena always is super honest. She's going to come on here. She can be super entertaining. And who better for the very first episode where we're going to chop it up, wrap it about, wrap about these great topics than Miss Lena herself. Lena, tell the people who you are. Well, my name is Michelina, um, also known as Lena. I am a poet, um, all around creative, you know, um, I do anything, you know, when they say what you do for a living, I do me, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I think that will best describe, you know, what I am as an individual. Um, and I'm glad to be here. I'm just really excited. Well, I'm super happy to have you here. Now today for the people, we are talking about managing and maintaining what you manifest. Yes. I like that. Okay. (laughs) Because We've had a lot of talk the past year or two, especially in 2020, all about manifestation, almost as if it's some mystic like creature or something yeah. like you can manifest anything you want. You can manifest anything you want. So first of all, before we dive in, what is manifestation for you, Lena? Uh, I would say manifestation is um, having an idea and bringing it into fruition, like bringing it into reality you know, what you choose to see or this idea that you have and you're making it uh, an actual thing. For me, that is what manifestation is. Like, um, however, uh, a lot of people don't know how to manifest. I mean, we all said, and I think it's very trendy these days that people just be like, you know, manifest the things that you want, manifest. But I think a lot of the time, a lot of people have no idea um, 
what that entails. Like what, how can you manifest something? Cause especially if you, somebody who's just, let's say never heard of manifesting. And when you hear it, you're like, okay, so what does that mean? You know, of course you can bring something into reality, but how, how do you do that? Mm. That's what I would best describe manifesting. What about you? Manifesting is literally just me doing and doing the work and thinking the thoughts necessary to create a better life. Right. So like, for instance, when I look at where my life is now, I'm like, you know, it's a classic. It was nothing but God. Right. Moment. But it's also like a lot of like talking that talk and walking in faith and believing that it's going to happen. And then yeah. now it's here. And I ain't going to, I ain't going to lie when you manifest stuff and it really starts to come true. You get scared. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, and that's why the maintaining aspect is like super important because it's not just about creating it. It's like, what you going to do when you get it? Yeah. yeah. You and I were talking earlier and I mentioned the whole bike ride analogy, right? So it's like, you could say, I want to r- learn how to ride a bike all, all you want. And then you learn, or you get on the, the bike in itself and it's like, Oh snap, I got a bike. What do I do with it? Now you got to learn how to ride that bike. Yeah. If you want to, you know, maintain it, if you want to keep up with it. So I think that's the part that's been super hard for me. Um, I went from being a full-time teacher uh-oh. <laughs> I went from being a full-time teacher to just this aspect of, you know, we having some technical difficulties. Hold on, y'all. There, we, there go. we go. I went from being a full-time teacher at one point to, like, now I'm a full-time entrepreneur. I used to dream, right, of having complete control over my schedule. Now I have complete control over my schedule. Um, I dreamed about owning a house, and now I'm a home homeowner. Yes, girl. What? Yes. What, what you r- say? R- run it back again. I used to dream <laughs> <laughs> about owning a home. And what? what? <laughs> and now, yes, I'm a homeowner. And yes. <laughs> the, the process has been ugly, though, yo. Like, it's not no pretty, like, you just journal only and you sit on a pillow and say thank you and pray, and then that's it. Like, the work that went into it to get it was yeah. ugly, at mm-hmm. one point. So it's like, now that we're at this place where you have it, it's like, yeah. well, what the hell do I do with it? Yeah. So it's the point of once you manifest something, how do you keep it? Yes. Like case in point, like one thing I've been super like OMG about, right. Is ensuring that when it came to like, me dating now I'm dating at a higher level like my mentality has been changing everything has been changing around me so it's Mm -hmm. like when it comes to who I date when it comes to my sexual experiences when it comes to any of that I want luxury 24 7 like like I'm I'm over the struggle love I'm over having to like and not say I'm overworking you know working for what I need because at the end of the day I'm always going to work for what I need but I'm just super over having to struggle to get it right um or struggle to like go through it like life is hard enough without me struggling on optional shit that's how I feel so then it becomes like a a, a energy of all right so well what do I do so I've been manifesting like this idea of like a man that is strong and handsome and he is stable and he is financially stable and spiritually stable and sexually gratifying and he's successful and girl 
people have been trying to talk to me. Right. And this has been going on. I started really focusing on manifesting this. I want to say in like 2019 and the caliber of men since then that have shown even interest in me has been got is getting higher and higher. And it's just like, Ooh, it's getting a little hot in here. Cause you leveling up out here. But baby, <laughs> baby, <laughs> new levels, new devils, new levels, new devils, because I started to struggle with imposter syndrome. Okay. Can you explain that to the people? Imposter syndrome, like I did not feel worthy of what was coming towards me, even though I was pushing my energy to receive it. So I felt like, okay, yeah, these doors are opening for me, even in business. Yeah, these doors are opening for me. More people want to work with me on a contract. (sighs) Can I really do it? Yeah. yeah, this man wants to take me out and he seems great. And I already know we're going to have like a high class time, but it's like, why would he spend all that money on me? Little old me, yeah. me, LaShondra, you want to spend that money on me? You want to hire me? You want to, you know, put me in your show? You want to listen to my voice? It's like, why? Yeah. You, sometimes that has a lot to do with you not feeling worthy. Mm. Um, so some it's it's easy for us to say these these goals and these things that we want and ideas that we have for ourselves and in the moment that they show up we don't know what to do with them we're like am I really deserving do I really can I really handle this and I think it has a lot to do with um so you believed in the the idea of it right I believed in the idea that idea was up here so now uh, that it's here vision board what you gonna do with it I don't (laughs) like, cause it's the thing, you know, we talk a lot of trash ladies sometimes, Mm -hmm. right. About like, um, men wanting a lot of stuff. Right. And I'm speaking as a woman right now, men wanting good women and stuff like that. And they fumble the ball, but I'm not going to lie to you. Like the higher you go when it comes to dating finances, all of that, you can fumble the ball yourself. And I'm nervous as hell that as I'm out here and I'm dating or as I'm out here and I am, you know, working hard and diligently, right. That I might fumble the ball. I might drop the ball. And then how do you, you know, it's one thing to talk trash. Like, they dropped the ball but when you drop the ball you gotta live with yourself you yeah. know and, and it's, a, it's, it's like a self-sabotaging very self-sabotage very self-sabotage how do you deal with self-sabotaging thoughts what you do uh i i dealt with a lot of self-sabotaging i would self-sabotage myself in my career and the things that i'm good at um, so when people would call me to, to show up for certain things, to do certain things, I would just complete, I would fold in, in mm. a sense. Right. So one thing Lena in her twenties was going to do, she was going to fold. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> not, not early twenties, my early twenties, I was just relentless. Like, but you know, you had certain traumatic experiences mm-hmm. that kind of change you and how you navigate through the world. So for me, um, folding I, I folded for so many years like I was like a laundromat you know mm-hmm. when it came to to that like I would literally when I would get these things or opportunities would come my way I would literally kind of you know even opportunities as me being like pre you know in my in my early 20s late teens I you know I was a writer Mm-hmm. You know, like, and I used to write raps. So I was putting, opp- I had opportunities, gang gang. I had opportunities to write for successful rappers already. Ooh. And I folded, you know, I wrote for one of them. 
you know, I mean, I was paid out for that, but I'll mention that off camera, but I was paid out for that. But, you know, I had other opportunities that I literally just kind of clammed up. And and I think it had a lot to do with me not feeling like I was really worthy enough for these kind of opportunities. And I think that's why it's very important to speak highly of yourself, Mm, um, mm. highly of what you do and value your time and what you bring to whatever it is, career field, whatever it is, you need to to value yourself first. Because if you don't value yourself, um, how you expect other people to value you? And, and not even just that, like, if I believe in something, I will offer, like, now in my, my mid-30s, I've learned, like, if I value something, I will offer certain things that I can attribute to a main goal, if I see a bigger picture, like I would not, let's say someone say, Oh, write this for me. And I think I see the potential in it. I won't charge because I believe in a barter system when it comes to that. Mm, okay. But before I would just do it and just be like, Oh, you know, you don't have, you know, like, cause I didn't see the value in myself or I would just clam up and ignore calls. Like that was the thing that I would do for myself. But now I'm going to show up. I'm going to show up for myself every single time, time and time again, um, because I see the value in myself. I see the value in my time and um, I see what capable, you know, I see the power in myself and the people around me or whatever it is I choose to participate in. I see the power and the value in that. Otherwise, I'm just like, you know, I'm going to have to bow out. You know, I would refuse something versus just completely folding or falling over or whatever it is. You know what was crazy is okay, so B Simone had has had a lot of issues in this past year. Little mama. <laughs> right? But she came out recently and you know she had that talk um or that video and this I think she's a perfect example of like right message wrong messenger, right? Where uh she was talking about women having a list of all the things they want but not meeting their requirements. Yeah. Now I bring this up because I think that you could look at this in multiple fashions. Um I don't think you can just you only have to apply this to men. Now one I want to say she was right. Because whatever it is you require of someone else, you have to, like, part of manifesting is already being within that power. So if you manifest in a large sum of money, not saying spend money recklessly, but the way that you walk, the way that you talk, and the type of presence you have is going to command that money and that type of attention from people in that realm anyway. Yeah. Right. Same thing with if you're looking to attract a specific partner. Right. You want to go ahead and command that. Walk it. Talk it. You know, tell yourself these affirmations. If people follow me on Instagram, I post all type of like love posts. Sometimes they look nasty. Just look tad. Me and somebody's son on the beach. Maybe got my foot on his neck for some reason. Right. There's a lot of reasons. Or your coochie in his mouth. Right. But these are all things like this is real. So like the one thing I want to say that she said was just walking and talking and and whatever list it is that you are creating for a life that you have writing down on a separate sheet of paper. She spoke about men. I'm saying in general on a separate sheet of paper, what type of person you have to be to get that right and not blocking your karma. Even like me owning up that as I'm leveling up, right, that there are certain things um, and certain people that I may have hurt. And sometimes you hurt people unknowingly. I had a guy Mm -hmm. hit me up um, recently, like really recently. And he was upset. Um, he was telling me that I hurt him. 
Um, Wait, and how long ago did you hurt him? Yes. Girl, he's going through the healing process. Okay? <laughs> he is going through the... Bear, said, bear, with, and, bear with young man. Bear, listen, now here's the thing, okay? He said I hurt him. And mind you, he's not a guy I ever dated, okay? Like, we were never boyfriend, girlfriend, never kissed, nothing like that. It was literally just... Um, he was trying to get to know me and we were on two different wavelengths. Now I disagreed with any reasoning. I felt that I had hurt him at first. Like when I first read the message, it was mad early in the morning. I read it and I was just like, Oh, he about to get cussed out. It's Mm -hmm. too early. Why'd you send me this so early in the morning? Then I took a moment and I said, let me talk to my higher self. You know, that's the moment you sit and you meditate and you just like, "Mm." Right. So I was talking to my higher self and I was just like, okay, what do I say? And I realized it don't matter how I feel in this moment as far as, cause he didn't come at me disrespectful per se. He just sent me this laundry list and I was just like, but I thought about it and I said, you know what? I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to block my karma. As I'm leveling up, it's very possible that I could have said something to hurt somebody's feelings. I'm human, right? I'm not a nice person 24-7 of the day. Um, And I could have possibly went off and said some stuff that hurt this man's feelings because I don't remember the the basis of the conversation on my end. But he remembers it. So in that moment, like, a part of not blocking my blessings is, like, if someone comes up and they say I've hurt them, I don't wish you harm. So I'm just going to apologize and move on. And I feel like that's a part of the leveling up process, too, is, like, because if I'm hurt, even like they say you say something to hurt my feelings, even if, okay, you disagree with why I'm hurt, the simple fact of the matter is I'm yeah. hurt. And that was never your intention. So it's no big deal to say, listen, I never meant to hurt you and I apologize. I'm that learning. I, I've, I had to learn that mm-hmm. um, time and time again because I would not apologize if I didn't feel sorry. Mm-hmm. So I would be like, I don't feel sorry. So I don't know what the point of me apologizing for because I don't mean it. Mm. But sometimes you have to step outside of yourself mm-hmm. to say, okay, this person experience and vantage point is completely different than mine. Mm-hmm. So even if that was not your intention, that's what happened. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Obviously it's a, it has a lot to do with that uh, that person needing more healing mm-hmm. and you being um so um not I don't want to say grown up but you being so um evolved that you can say you know what I apologize especially if those relationships or those people are if they're good people I don't see the the point of I I would say there are plenty of times that I've apologized um, about things that I felt like I was not wrong in, but my actions did hurt someone Mm -hmm. unintentionally. And that'd be the big thing. Because you just don't want to... I just believe don't block your blessings. And sometimes Mm -hmm. offering someone... uh Uh-oh, technical difficulties. I don't know why it's doing that. I'm trying to go live, y'all, on Instagram... At the same time, I'm doing this podcast. Let me just say, for some reason, my Instagram does not like me today. Um, So sorry to my Instagram people. But you don't want to block your blessings. One thing I'm realizing, too, is that the deeper I get into my own feminine, like, and the higher my self-esteem is going, the better everything around me is getting. Like, the food tastes better. Right? The sun shines. Sex feels better. Sex feels better. Yeah. And it's just like... Sure. Everything, everything is just a, of a higher quality. It doesn't make sense. It's like I could touch something and my skin goes, ooh. 
It's like yeah. I literally feel pleasure in almost every sense of the word. Like, and you know, technically there's books on this that you should get to the point where you feel pleasure. And I'm not just talking about orgasmic pleasure. However, mm-hmm. it is possible. I've read, right? But that you get to a point where you just feel pleasure in everything that you do. Like you reading a book and you just like, mm, this book's so good. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're tasting something. Mm, that tastes so good. Yeah. Right. All of this is like all of a matter of manifestation. But when it comes to like maintaining it, it's just like there are days I don't feel that feminine. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like when I, I'm a caregiver and when I was in the thick of being a caregiver and certain family member um, matters went down. Yeah. I was. I felt masculine. I felt like I was walking around with a like, hoodie who on. ass I got to beat? Like, Every the day. fuck y'all got me fucked up today? Hello? First of all, like, uh, what? what's good? Yeah. And then you don't want to... The thing is, you don't want to... Sometimes like when you're in that that moment, you don't even realize that you're you're jumping out of your femininity. femininity. Y'all know what I'm trying to get. I'm a little it's tissy. It's So, y'all, when y'all jumping out of that to jump in your masculinity... And you don't realize that um, you dominate in that area that it, sometimes it, 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 it makes you smaller than what you actually can be. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like you have so much uh, potential, higher power um, when you're able to, you know, align yourself with, with both. So as far as what, what's the girl named little mama name? Be, be Simone. Simone. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me let me just jump on that real quick. Mm. She was right. We just don't, you know, y'all don't like her. I mean, I have no, I, I don't, I don't really follow her. I don't listen to her. I don't, you know, it's just, you know, a lot of y'all don't fuck with her, which is cool. And the thing is, she was right. And sometimes we don't want to listen because it's the messenger. Mm-hmm. And we don't like the way somebody says something to us. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So it's hard for us to absorb the information, especially when it's coming from somebody we don't like and we don't like the tone, right? Which is cool. So I believe you have to be exactly what you what you w- want to see. So you can't have this list of, this grocery list of for people and you don't have these things, these standards for yourself. At all. So you don't think highly of yourself. Oof. So you think highly of these men that you want in your life that you want to attract, but you don't think highly enough of yourself to want to be these things that you you want. Ooh, it's getting uncomfortable. Yeah. So that's that's the thing. Like, so for me, if if I want a rich man, I gotta be expect I gotta expect myself to be a rich man too. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like I gotta expect myself to at least be on the path to that. I can't be, you know, having poor woman dreams mm. with 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 a rich person's mentality. You understand what I'm saying? So for me, I feel like sorry y'all. I feel like I feel like I should be if if I have these or we as a collective, if we want these things for other people, you should want them for yourself. Like you should, you should value yourself enough to want these things for yourself. And it's not, she wasn't reaching. She was, she was right. Like she was, she was basically saying like, if you, you know, you want, you want an educated man. Why you ain't got no education? Why? That is a big question. How you want a smart man and you ain't smart? Can we talk about that value yourself thing for a second? Because that's something I realized. I'm going to have to unpack this. I meet with my Mm -hmm. spiritual advisor tomorrow, and I'm going to unpack this with her, right? Like, so I told you, like, normalizing this luxury aspect within my life is a big thing for me. And, like, as much as I say 
dating, for instance, that I want a man who has X, Y, and Z qualities because I've not had that before. Right. And that like, when I, when, when you get it, it's like a moment of like, am I really worth all of this that I've been telling myself that I'm manifesting? That moment is real. Like where you're really like, am I worth all of this that I've been manifesting and having to literally, this is why we talk about maintaining. Cause it's one thing when you, it's a dream. Everyone has a dream that they want to come true. Oh, if I could sing, no one would ever be able to stop me. Once I get my body right, X, Y, and Z. But then when you get to that level, it is so like, Oh my gosh, I'm here. Yeah. You know, and my mom like, made and then it. what? Now what I'm doing? What do I do? Like what? Like literally that's what always comes back to. What do I do? And like having to reaffirm yourself at this new level, yeah. new levels, new devils. Like manifestation is a real thing. Like if I literally went through my life just from 2018 or 2017 till now, I could show y'all how manifestation is a real thing. I've journaled, I've done, you know, different oils and baths. I've done it all. Prayed, yeah. meditated, you know. Then them full moon thing. Full, full you know? moon. I got full moon water at the house. That's a whole different podcast episode. <laughs> okay. Right. All of these different things. But literally, it's like the moment that is in front of me, I am just like, oh, no. Like what? Like like yeah. the value, right? So it's almost like your price go up, right? So like the moment I realized I was a homeowner, I was like, oh, price just went up. Right. I was like, my price just went up, y'all. My price went up. But then it's like in real life, my price really did go up. Like my wealth in in actuality did did, go up. Right. And then on top of like my wealth in actuality going up, it's also like this idea of like, well, what comes with this? Because when you get a home, it's so many different things you, that you now have to think about. Yeah. If something break, I I, I got to take care of it. Yeah. Right? If the roof go bad, I got to find, like, even right now, finding contractors to, like, do renovate, do certain renovations, right? I have to find those people. And then if they mess up, You're it's me. I'm responsible if the they cost. mess up. Yeah. I have to eat the cost and find another person. And that, like, that's one thing I realized. Like, I didn't feel like a real adult, I want to say, until... I want to say beginning of last year. Yeah. Before that, I was still like, oh, you know, I'm a fake adult. I'm an adult adult now. Like I'm a real adult. What the fuck? How did I, how did, how did I get here? And then like maintaining adulthood is like, no one wrote a book for this. Yeah. Why not? Why is there not a book? And you meant, you probably, I'm I'm almost certain you manifested you being a homeowner and God was like, here you go. And you had to figure out, you like, oh, you know, sometimes, when things, when we ask for things, we got to be prepared for what's to come, like how it's going to come to us. Cause it's going to come, especially if you put in the work and you've been putting in the work, oh, especially if you're putting in the work to, to obtain these things, of course, absolutely positively, of course it's going to come. So now that it's here, how do you feel about getting well you receiving and keeping these things i feel good about it took me a moment i had to process it Mm -hmm. because in the beginning i was like nah no this isn't real and i promise you it didn't feel real really until like two three weeks ago and i was like oh snap this is real i actually kind of have to like really so then i realized that by habit of nature i do things without processing so I just okay. move. It's like, okay, so this got to be done. I'm going to go boop, 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 and it's done. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I'm checking things off my list. And then I'll sit back at home and I realize I've been avoiding silence. Yeah. Because that means I have to sit with myself. 
right? And when you sit with yourself, now you actually have to have these deeper conversations within yourself about where you currently are, what led you to getting here. Things didn't start dying down for me and as far as certain family situations until this month. So when things started to die down for me, all of a sudden now I'm feeling everything. I'm feeling all the grief, you know, of things that have happened, the things that I've lost, the people that I've lost in the past year. I'm feeling, you know, excitement, but I'm also feeling like, oh my gosh, what am I about to do with all of these new layers that are coming to me as far as like my family life and who I am as a woman? I've changed. Like if you knew me last month, I ain't the same person yet, but I doggone sure know if you knew me starting January of 2020, I am not the same person. I have changed, developed. I have been, I, I done growed, baby. Yeah. Okay. Right. So then when you get to that point, it's just like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Well, now I understand why R. Kelly be singing like that. See, uh-oh. Uh, uh, That's the mimosa uh, child. Let me, let me go go on, be by the refill. I'm bringing, I got the, I got, I got you, I got you, we got the champagne. So listen, all right, so maintaining is clearly a state of mind. It's really just a consistent moment in time of just continuously reminding yourself, you know, to... That you, that you got it, that you worth it, that you're mm-hmm. supposed to have these things because we are supposed to, we are allowed to have nice things. We are allowed to be dope people and have dope people loving us. I want to talk to you about something specific because this mm-hmm. is everyone's favorite topic. Now, you are in a relationship and, you know, you all in love and stuff <laughs> and having good Valentine's days and stuff. You know, everybody everybody was not able to have the Valentine's days I'm and blessed. stuff. I'm you blessed. out here, yeah, you blessed. Yeah, yeah. How did you manifest this uh, love, love life and this man of yours? How did it, you know, for the people who don't know the love so, story? So for the people who don't know, um, in 2019... Um, I thought um, I was going to be, be be out here playing ball head hoe games because, you know, 2019 was a lit year. 2019 was lit as hell. So I was just out here running these streets, just, you know, living my best life, you know. And what's so crazy is I have a spiritual advisor that basically told me she had already told me that he was coming, Right. But she told me what I needed to do to to bring him to me, like for me to recognize who he was. And so for me, I was more so like, you know, I mean, that sounds that sounds cool and all, you know. And she told me, like, it's going to sound so weird, but she was just like, you know, just imagine him when you close your eyes how you want him to look at you when he's happy, when he's smiling, how you want him to look at you when you are not happy, Mm. you know, how you want him to handle you when he is angry, Mm. you know? So those things were, were things that I factored in, you know, I, I said, okay, I'll entertain the idea because this was very foreign to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'll entertain the idea of me, you know, trying to figure out how, you know, I, you know, how I'm going to bring my man towards me. So I, I legitimately, you know, would daydream how his smile would look. And my boyfriend's smile look exactly like what I imagined. It's, it's the wildest, weirdest thing. 
But I imagine it and I literally brought it into fruition, brought it into reality, but I wasn't ready. Like when, when the relationship thing happened, I wasn't ready. You know, I was in, out here still trying to play ball head hole games. You know, I wanted to, you know, be, I was out here being lit, lit. You know, it was summer. I was getting in shape. I'm going to Croatia. I'm about to be out here, you know, like, so me and my friends turning up, we're going to pool parties. And guess where I meet him at? The littest pool party I went to in 2019. That's exact, and I was not playing. My friends know, you know. Unless I'm drunk, drunk, I'm I'm driving my car so I can I can go home early because you know I ain't gonna hang out to the party too late. But as soon as he walked through the gate, I was like, him, him, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was trying to figure out a way how I'm gonna talk to him, and I just started come to find out when he walked in the gate. He was like, I just automatically, mind you, can't see my body. I'm in the water. I'm in the pool. And he was like, I just kept looking at you. And it was your smile that like, just, I could not look away. And I was hoping you would just look at me. And I was just like, yeah, <laughs> you know? So basically we, we, we weren't in a relationship. We were just, you know, dating. He, you know, he was doing things that, that, um, er everything that I, I, I needed at that moment. And basically we ended up in a throuple, child. A throuple. Explain to a the people thruple. what a throuple is so, for who, those who don't ladies know. Ladies and gentlemen, a throuple is when you are in a relationship with two other people. Um, so the two other people can be male and female. In my case, it was another woman and it was him. We were in a relationship and, you know, I'm thinking, oh, this, this shit finna be so lit. It's 2000, you know, I'm out here just living my best life. You know, I'm about, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm having a good old time, you know, just, just really what's so crazy is a week after I met him, I had went to another pool party. Right. And this dude who we knew gave us some shirts that said it had, you remember Rugrats, the TV show mm -hmm. Rugrats? Yeah. So you remember, I think Angelica had these little bald head ass. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it had Cynthia. Little, it had Cynthia bald head ass on there and it had like two other bald head doll, baby doll bitches on there. <laughs> and basically it said bald head whole shit. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I'm like, yeah, we, 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 we lit out here and, and you know, man, I thought that, you know, this thruple shit was going to be so much fun. Cause I was like talking to my friends. I was like, you know, it's about to be fun. It's about to be lit. It's about to be da 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 da. You know, it was lit for like the first week or two weeks, maybe. Um, but shit got intense, real fucked up, real fast. And it was just like, I was thinking about leaving that relationship because we had this individual in there, in the relationship that kind of wanted to, that didn't want me there. Yeah. Even though it was her idea, you know? It wasn't my idea. I wasn't like, let's be in a throuple. It was her idea. She even informed me what a throuple was, okay? So I guess, you know, the chemistry that him and I had, La Mama was like, hey, Lena got to go. <laughs> Lena got to get the fuck up out of here. You know, she, I don't want her around. Like, she was scouting for other girls. Not to be in scouting. Yes, scout little mama was scouting for other girls to be in a relationship. And basically it it was just it got it didn't get really stressful for me. It got stressful for her. Um because some other shit happened. I ain't gonna put little mama business out there. But you know, some other shit had not happened where, you know, 
it kind of put me almost out on the outs of the, the thruple. But I was too busy trying to live my life to even, you know, I was just like, you know, if this Bumping. don't work, it don't work. Even though I was extremely, we have like this chemistry. If y'all see us together, y'all will understand. If anybody who know me, who's seen us together, y'all understand the kind of dynamic we have. And, um, she wanted me out. So, so basically, you know, we broke up for some time and then we got back together <laughs> and, and La mama had dip and it was just, and it's just been us ever since. And it's been, it's been like super, like one of the things I would say, and then when you say, when you manifest something, mm-hmm. you have to, you have to figure out, you have to know what to do with it or figure out what to do with it when you have it. Um, I was so used to, you know, me just being like, if vegan on my nerves, I'm out. Bye. Mm. you know it was a few times i almost did that but i had to catch myself and i was like you know i really care about this person this Mm -hmm. person really cares about me he really you know puts forth so much maximum effort Mm. that i just have to kind of humble myself and sometimes we don't want to be wrong and we don't think we wrong because even if we don't feel like we wrong sometimes you have to like when i was talking earlier when you have to apologize for things that you don't mm-hmm. even think that you're wrong in, or mm-hmm. you don't feel wrong. Cause that was my struggle at the beginning. I was like, I ain't apologize for shit. I ain't do shit to you. The fuck. <laughs> but then I thought about it and I was like, you know what? It's not always about me. Yeah. I'm not the only person in this, in this relationship. And I think we live in a, we live in a, like a society with Instagram and shit now that we feel like, well, fuck nigga, fuck nigga, you know, mm-hmm. that type of shit. And that shit, city girls, your ass. Yeah, that shit don't work. Okay. Especially if it's somebody that you're extremely compatible with. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we'd be like, oh, we're going to move on to the next. We're going to move on to this person. We're going to move on. And we're not compatible with these people. And we be bored. And we just, or we be like, what the fuck was I doing? When you had like this, this person that is human, just like you are. And they're going to. They go, they may get on your nerves. They may fall short in certain areas, you know, but they are trying and they are doing incredible. They're making incredible strides to make shit happen for you, for your happiness and stuff like that. Those things matter. Mm. Those things matter, especially with future. When when you want to see a future with somebody. Yeah. Those things absolutely matter. So would you say the key to maintaining is just like doing the shadow work and knowing that you're wrong? Yes, absolutely. I had to do hella, hella shadow work because I'm very, um, I'm usually very like, I didn't like men telling me what to do. Mm. And that had a lot to do with, um, I had been molested and raped at a very young age. So I had, I had this, this, this wall up where I feel like I ain't not no nigga tell me what the fuck do what the fuck you think this is. Like I was on some, some bullshit. Mm-hmm. You, you understand what I'm saying? But I literally had to humble myself mm-hmm. and compromise and it is inevitable in relationships, yeah. especially over stupid shit. Like shit that you just be thinking you gonna hold right about. And it'd be so dumb when you kind of like boil it down to it's bones mm-hmm. and you realize, okay, yeah, I was just being an idiot. Like yeah. I was not right. I was wrong. And I had to literally do that myself to myself a few times to be like, damn, I was dead ass wrong. Like, and then you feel like an idiot. 
like especially that's that's growth that's a lot of shadow work Oof. like i have to literally like I got some work to do or when you be like you ever you ever have i know we all have friends like this like we feel you or you know somebody that just always feel like somebody talking about them like mm-hmm. oh my gosh like, yeah, oh i feel like that was a shade towards me that was a slight towards me because somebody post something when you have people like that, they have hella shadow work to do mm-hmm. because it's not always about you. You At are all. not the only person that exists in this person's life. You, you, you take it upon yourself to think, Oh, you know, I think that has a lot that, that renders hella shadow work. Mm. And I think, um, my success in my relationship so far, and you know, I do fall short sometimes, but my success in my relationship so far is attributed to me doing shadow work, attributed to me doing, um, checking myself, Oof. you know, for, for things when I say, like I used to be verbally abusive. I used mm. to, you understand what I'm saying? Like, I feel like a, a dude trying me, I'm going to say something wild shit but i realized when you say something and it's out there you can't pull it back can't pull it back at all like if you want to go fight somebody you can stop yourself you know what i'm saying but once you say that word or say whatever it is and i don't hit i don't believe in hitting below the belt Mm. i don't believe in like i believe to keep those things to myself that makes me weak hitting below the belt that makes me uh um what do you call that like uh like the weak link, you know, when it, when, when I decide I want to, um, hurt somebody yep. with words, yep. it doesn't make me strong. It doesn't make me a better person. It makes me weak. It makes my mind weak. It makes me weak as an individual. It makes me weak to myself. Like I am not strong when I decide to say a mean thing to someone. So sometimes when people get say mean things, I pull myself back to prevent, mm. to retaliate. Cause even though we want to retaliate, it's not, it doesn't benefit us at all to to hurt someone intentionally or whatever it is. Um, those that that's what I'm saying. Like that's extremely and important um, in relationships, friendships, everything. Like you know, I, agree. I don't say mean things to my friends. I don't say you you know what I'm saying. Even if I'm mad at them, I just I just rather not talk to you for a few hours. Let me get my thoughts together so I can check myself. Like you know. Those things are incredibly important. Like I said something to my sister the other day and it hurt her feelings. And I didn't realize like in that moment, I'm like, okay, let me check myself. Then I apologize. I was like, that wasn't my intention. Then I went through the, through the motions too, about that too, because I'm like, okay, I got to think about, okay, you know, she feels a way something triggered her. Of course, she still has shadow work to yeah. do. So just because other people hasn't done the work doesn't give me the audacity yeah. um, to to be like, well, you need to get your shit together. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, just because I have climbed up, climbed up out of the hole that I was in, it doesn't give me the power or the 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 purpose to tear somebody down mm-hmm. based off of me being an evolved growing individual exactly 
I, I want to jump back. Like, I really like what you said about the shadow work. Shadow work, for those who do not know, um, we're talking about dealing with the darker side of yourself. So the part of you that you know about that you don't always want other people to see, yeah. um, you know, whether it be jealousy or insecurities, um, you know, the different thoughts that go through your mind that you don't always let slip past your lips. This is shadow work, dealing with that part of yourself, allowing that part of yourself to be seen um, in the light of day, even if it's just first starting with yourself and addressing that individual directly and head on um, to make sure that that shadow part of you does not come in and self-sabotage all the things that we're talking about manifesting. This is part of how do you maintain what you are manifesting. It is hard to maintain something when you're living a lie within yourself. Yeah. You know what? Another thing I was... You think you talking about that? Also, when you know, when people be like manifesting don't work, and I'm going to tell you why it doesn't work in, in certain areas. If you don't believe in it yourself, mm-hmm. if you are just doing it, let's say, oh, I want... I want a thousand dollars, right? And I'm going to manifest a thousand dollars. And I don't really believe I have the tools or the skill or the ability to manifest a thousand dollars. Guess what? It don't matter what I'm saying out of my mouth. My heart doesn't believe it. My spirit doesn't believe it. You know, so guess what? The universe is not going to believe it. God's not going to believe it. Your spirit not going to believe it. Nobody's going to believe it. If you don't believe it, it's not going to happen. Like, period. Like, you know who, one of those people who I, I know, um, what's her name? Never mind, I'm too tipsy to even, uh, go ahead. It's the, <laughs> <I feel> mimosas. <laughs> ah, it's the mimosas. It's the mimosas. <laughs> Listen, so, um, I do want to thank Lena for coming on today. We're going to start wrapping up soon. It's just been a great unpacking session. Mm-hmm. And I really like what she said about just really unpacking. Like, even when it comes back to me going back to like feeling unworthy in certain work situations, right. Or, you know, getting these contracts, even though I'm working my butt off to get these contracts, or if I'm in a dating situation and I feel like the guy's a really good guy and I don't always feel worthy right away. And that's very hard for me to even admit out loud. Cause some people, when they meet me, they're like, Oh, you're LaShondra Johnson. You come off so confident. It's just like, baby. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You see this beautiful girl here. <laughs> she is beautiful as fuck. Okay. She got a master's degree. She deserve a rich nigga. Eight figure <laughs> nigga. Okay. I done said this once and I said again. My dog deserve. She deserve. <laughs> she deserve all that good shit. Okay. Thank you. I just thought. Thank you. You know, she, just. I appreciate. I no appreciate problem, she baby. putting no that there. Baby. I'm putting <laughs> so it's, but it's very hard. You know, when you have to. That's when you have to go into the shadow work because I do have certain issues that I'm still unpacking when it comes to my father. I do have certain issues when it comes to being a sexual assault survivor. Like these are a lot of different things to unpack, and they affect you in your day to day. And if you are not dealing with them, it's going to be super hard for you to manifest in a positive area if you're not deal- doing that shadow work that's necessary in that area you know so if you're manifesting money that's fine work on your financial discernment and your ability to manage the money that you have currently while you're doing the work to get more money if you're talking about you know manifesting a healthy relationship what aspects of you are unhealthy from previous relationships that you know you need to work on and actually being diligent and working on them and then even so when you get 
into a relationship with someone or you start dating in these higher value situations, you know, you have to stay a high value player yourself. So continuing that work on yourself, continuing to believe in yourself and, you know, do the due diligence that's necessary because I refuse to believe that my husband's going to walk up and I'm not going to be able to maintain my husband as far as like the type of woman he deserves. Exactly. And that's important. These, these high value men don't deserve, I don't want to call it, say raggedy bitches, but I'm just saying, I don't know, I'm a little tr- It's I'm all right. Saying, these high value men do not deserve low value individuals. Women. They yes. don't, they, they just don't. Like you have to realize, like if you want, if you want to shoot for the stars, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta be what you shooting for or I. At least close to it. You understand what Absolutely. I'm saying? Absolutely. So, Lena, I want to thank you for coming on. But, guys, this is rap and mimosas. So, the one thing I do want to do is we're going to go ahead. We're going to drop this beat. Because oh, I told you all that one of the things I like to do whenever I have a good time with people and good conversations, I like to drop random bars. So, I have not prepared or written for this. The only thing that we have done, or at least I have done, is decide a beat. Okay? Are y'all ready for the rap portion of rap and mimosas i hope y'all are yeah i'm a little tipsy so let's pray i can keep up okay you gonna keep up i want no know you're right let me just speak positivity thing. over my life you want to go first <laughs> fuck it yeah. you about to go first sure oh sure. the guest is gonna go first y'all <laughs> you know we gotta wait for that little ah Rapping mimosas, y'all. Don't laugh at me now. <laughs> yeah. Manifesting. Yeah. All right. Let's go. I bet you wonder how I got here. I was single, what, damn near three years. Woo! Bald head, whole shit. Full head, whole shit. Curly head, whole shit. Still, it was dope shit. I had to learn how to manifest in real time. Because I wanted me a nigga that was all mine. Hey. You know? Like no one else, Woo. so I decide ah. to put pressure on Woo. these niggas next. What? If they don't buy, then they got next. Hey. <laughs> hey. Oh, hold shit. on, it's a rap from Mimosa. Hey. I'm a little drunk. Yeah. <laughs> you know them dog days, you know them hard times, you know they go now, cause we gon' shine, and it's all good. You a diamond in the rough, yo. And it's up Okay, I'm going to try to come in and drop a few bars as the, the host of the show. Yeah. I want to thank y'all for tuning in tonight. It's the first show, and we feeling right. Rapping mimosas, and we super lit. Yeah, we over here, and we looking thick. We talked about it. We maintaining. We gon' keep shining. We on the ground, and we doing it. And it's a freestyle, and I don't care if my hair wild, cause I'm a wild girl, having good fun, 2021, and we on one for the whole year, ayy, ayy, no stressing, that's last year, nigga. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. That was so much fun. I'm excited. (laughs) So... 
just so you guys know, Rapping Mimosas, I am your host of the show with my girl Lena on the very first episode. Today we talked about manifesting, we talked about maintaining everything that we manifest. This episode is going to be on Spotify, Apple Music, you name it, and of course be on the lookout for the YouTube page so you guys can keep watching this show. And of course, a big shout out, okay, to hear your vibe radio at the studio where yes, I am able to do this podcast in the first place. If you're listening to live right now, I thank you guys. And just, I'm going to do the intro and the outro the same, okay? Rapping mimosa, these bars in the holster. Pouring up a drink, put my name on the poster. Women who can rap make you come a little closer. Step out the whip, drop a tip to my chauffeur. New guest on my list, champagne's by my hips. It's time to get lit. Y'all know what it is. It's time to rap, 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 and mimosas. Have a good night, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Peace. Be blessed. <laughs> you. Thank you, Ray. That was really awesome. I had a really good time.